with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And I'm just going to say, right now it looks like a very good day to be staying indoors, if you can, in Prince George. It's uh, fairly rainy out there, supposed to be that way most of the day. Our wish out in the host chair as usual on Wednesday, Steve on the board. I uh, got a full show lined up, and it's all events that are actually taking place, or at least starting this weekend. And we're going to start things off with a familiar voice on the radio with us, Stephanie Dial, the Director of Communications and Philanthropy for the YMCA of Northern BC. Oh, good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. <laughs> now, you guys have got an event set for Sunday. We do. We have a very special day. So it's, it's not an event, of course, with COVID, but it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite days of the year. And so that is YMCA Healthy Kids Day and pandemic, uh, pre-pandemic <laughs> rather, of course, uh, YMCA Healthy Kids Day has been a really important community event for over a decade in our community. And, you know, we, we can't gather in the same way, but we are really committed to to making sure that this initiative and this piece of our mission still happen this year. And so what we're doing is uh, we've partnered with a, a bunch of Y programs with all some community partners, and thanks to sponsorship of Canadian Tire, we have essentially put together like a, a take-home Healthy Kids Day. <laughs> so we have published a one-time a free special magazine. Mm-hmm. And it will be available for pickup all over town. Okay, but now, as I understand it, though, you cannot go out there because, A, you're not saying where you can pick it up, and, B, you can't pick it up until the day of the event, correct? (laughs) You can't pick it up until the day of, yes, this coming Sunday, May 2nd. Um, You can find out where to pick it up. So our map is published on our website at Mm nbc.ymca.ca. And there are 12 different locations in town where you can pick that up. Now, now, Healthy Kids Day, Mm -hmm. last year, I'm trying to remember, I think last year it was basically just, it was one of the first sort of casualties, if you will, of COVID, wasn't it? It was, unfortunately. You know, we got shut down. Uh, We start working on Healthy Kids Day typically... Uh, well, we never really stop, but, you know, as mm-hmm. soon as we hit January, that kind of um, is Healthy Kids Day focus time. Yeah. And so uh, by the time we got shut down, you know, we were well into um, being prepared for the event. And um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. And I think that was just more the reason why we really wanted to make sure that we were able to do something for the community this year. And and for us, it's about, you know, not just providing that day as a way to interact with your family and, and move your body and live healthy, but also to put families in touch with resources to help them live healthier lives all year long. Now, one thing is, it's the YMCA of Northern BC, and Mm -hmm. usually, of course, the Healthy Kids Day that we think about is the one in Prince George, Mm -hmm. but this year, with the special magazine and everything, is that going to be available right across Northern BC? It will. So we actually do celebrate YMCA Healthy Kids Day um, anywhere where there is like a a Y program or Mm -hmm. center in our association. YMCA Healthy Kids Day is actually um, a national initiative. And so actually every Y in Canada and in the U.S. 
Um, for the past number of years, has always celebrated Healthy Kids Day on the first Sunday in May. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yes, this year will be uh, no different. And we are, you know, pleased to be providing our magazine in, in Chetwin, um, in Vanderhoof, in Port St. John, uh, as well as in 12 locations in Prince George. So there is a lot of places where you can pick that up. And, um, you know, there's a full list on our website, like I mentioned, but some of those will be uh, like Clay Lakes May Park, mm-hmm. Duchess Park, um, the Heart Save on Foods. So we've worked really hard to make sure that uh, there's lots of locations. A, so, um, you know, there's not to, to reduce the amount of traffic yep. with COVID um, and, and also to make it really accessible. So whether uh, you're running into the grocery store on Sunday with your family or maybe you're out at, you know, the park for the afternoon, um, you can pick up those magazines. And, you know, uh, okay, so I know I'm biased. <laughs> um, no. Having been on, on the production end. But um, I'm really proud of the magazine that the team has put together. So if you kind of think of everything that you know Healthy Kids Day to be, folks that have been um, at that event in the past, uh, we really have, like, represented that in the magazine. So it's not just, um, like, something to read. There are some coloring activities and, like, word search sort of activities Mm -hmm. um, for all ages in there. There's also things like um, a guided scavenger hunt from our camp team um we've actually filled it with a lot of qr codes so those are um the codes that you scan with your phone your smartphone and then it will take you to a website and so um you can scan this and it will take you to like a camp sing-along video session um we also have one that you can scan and it will take you to a healthy family recipe um that will like walk you through how to make that recipe together as a family or how to make camp friendship bracelets and then there's also a get active bingo so there's this bingo Mm -hmm. card i think you have a week to complete okay and then you can email all that in. Um, and we're giving away a Nintendo Switch. So oh. uh, we're really excited and, and to have, um, you know, an, an incentive for families mm-hmm. to get out and get moving together. Now, with the fitness bingo or the get active bingo, mm-hmm. are all of the events on the card things that a family can do basically at home or right in the immediate neighborhood? This is not like some of the other events that we've had in the last couple of months that involve going to a number of different areas around the city to complete the card? Exactly. So everything has been uh, created with um, a couple things in mind. So one is that you can partake regardless like of your budget or your circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can take part in these activities right from your backyard uh, you know, rate from going for a walk around your neighborhood um, to your local park, uh, as well as we wanted these to be activities that that would be simple to incorporate every day. Mm-hmm. So on Get Active Bingo, um, you'll find things for all ages. So one piece might be like hop on one foot 15 times. Um, another piece might be, you know, go for a 15-minute walk around your neighborhood or, you know, play your favorite for half an hour so whether that's basketball or badminton or kicking around a soccer ball or throwing a football now the thing that i i've gotten a bit of a kick out of is as i say we've had a number of these bingo cards for different activities around prince george recently because again it's a good way for people to stay sort of socially distanced and have fun and it occurred to me they're not really bingo cards because I'm pretty sure every single one of your magazines has exactly the same card in it, right? 
They do, yes. Yes, so all they the do. activities are the same. So it's not like a bingo card where they're all, they all better be different. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want, um, so they're all the same, so you can um, complete it. Mm-hmm. You, you do only have to complete, like, one line, and oh. then they'll essentially get entered into the draw for the okay. Nintendo Switch. Okay, and there's no bonus, like, if you complete two lines, you get to feel good about yourselves, but you don't get two entries? Uh, you can find the contest rules on the, the bingo okay. page when you, you yeah, get when the you pick it up. Okay. magazine. Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't want to give away too know, much. I would say that the goal is that we want folks to move. So mm-hmm. if you can black out your bingo card, um, that's fantastic. I would challenge everyone, like I said, you have about a week um, to get those in. So to, to get out and get moving with your family and, and try something different that maybe you haven't done. And, and I keep watching the weather. Um, I know mm-hmm. we're in rainy days right now, but yeah. I've made a deal with Mother Nature that it can rain, you know, from now until Sunday. But Sunday is looking okay for weather. Yeah. So it will be a, a great day after a few rainy days to get out and go to the park as a family and do some of these activities together. And now, when is when are the magazines available at these different locations? I'm guessing they're not going to be there all day. They will be available, that's a great question, from 11 till 2 p.m. So 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on Sunday, May 2nd. Okay, so you can sort of look up you were saying the map is already available showing mm-hmm. you where you can pick them up. So you can do that mm-hmm. today and say, okay, we're going to be doing this on Sunday morning anyways. Let's go by this spot and pick up our bingo cards. Exactly. So now let's just swing away from Healthy Kids Day for a second. Mm-hmm. What else is happening over at the Y? Because I doubt if every single fiber of every single person's being over there has been focused on Healthy Kids Day. I'm sure there's other stuff happening. <laughs> There is always lots happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing I, w- I would just plug for Healthy Kids Day before I move on is we do have a contest going on our social media page right now. Um, and you can win a free week of Camp Canada um, with that contest. So I encourage nice. you to take a look at our Facebook page mm-hmm. um, and find that contest. And you can um, help us spread the word about Healthy Kids Day and get entered to win a free week of Camp Canada, which, of course, is one of the other things that is happening um, and, and very busy this time of year. So yeah. uh, just um, today, I'm, I'm actually not sure if it's even out on our socials yet, so Alan, you might be the first one today. Um, we have announced that we will, uh, we have confirmed that Ken Kenanuk will be at the lake this summer. Oh. So we know, um, you know, last year with COVID that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, we weren't able to transport. Things looked a little bit different. Um, but we will be operating uh, out of Camp Friendship this year. Mm-hmm. So Camp will be out at the lake, which we're so excited to share. Um, and we know a lot of people have been waiting for that, right? Yeah. I think I think there's no better time to um that, that that children and youth are going to need to get outside now that connection to nature and we know outside is one of the safest places we can be with the pandemic yeah. um so archery canoeing swimming uh, all of those favorite camp activities and, and just no better way i feel mm-hmm. to to spend your summer and now just so people are aware though i am suspecting that it is the same as last year though the numbers for each camp are probably down a little bit just so you can maintain the social distancing Numbers are down. Uh, you're right, yeah. Alan, which means there are, are less spaces available mm-hmm. for registration. Yeah. Um, so we know those are those are already going quickly, uh, even before this announcement. And I anticipate we'll go uh, much quicker now. <laughs> so I really encourage folks 
to uh, to register. You can register online for Camp Canada for right. the first time ever. So really encourage you to do that and secure your spaces. And, you know, if you are still thinking about registering for camp and you're like, oh, my goodness, but, like, you know, we, we're just, we're not sure. Like, what, what if camp gets shut down still? We're a few months out. Uh, we're, we're doing a worry-free registration. So for some reason um, that does come from the PHO and can't, can't operate, mm-hmm. then we're giving a full refund because that's, you know, in, in no way, shape, or form um, at the fault of those registered. Yeah. Now, just quickly, so people know, when is the first session for Camp Canonac? Just so people have an idea on when this is all starting. Yeah, so there's eight sessions throughout the summer, and the first session is I want to say July 28th. What's that Monday? Or sorry, June 28th. Okay. June 28th. So okay. very early this yeah. year. So um, Canada Day is the Thursday, but the first day of camp is Monday, June 28th. Okay. So now, got to wrap this up pretty quick, Stephanie. So if people might want information on Camp Canonac or any of the other Y programs, or if they just want to get caught up again on what's happening with Healthy Kids mm-hmm. Day on Sunday. Where's the best place to go? The best two places to go are our Facebook page, mm-hmm. the YMCA Northern BC, and, of course, our website, which is nbc, as in northernbc.ymca.ca. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Dial of the YMCA of Northern BC, as always, thank you very much for bringing us up to date. Thank you. Okay, take a break and be back with more after 9. Join us each week for Music and the Spoken Word, featuring the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, the longest-running, continuous weekly network broadcast in the world, celebrating over 90 years on the air. Each episode features modern and traditional arrangements of spiritual, patriotic, classical, and contemporary music, and a timely, inspiring message. Music and the Spoken Word with the Tabernacle Choir. Now heard Sunday mornings at 8, here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Turnover is a natural and healthy part of any organization. Pivoting during the pandemic is also an opportunity to change board perspectives in an effort to help your organization accomplish its mission. This concept and more will be covered in Vantage Point's Board Fundamentals, Succession and Recruitment. Pricing, registration, and full details on this informative presentation are available through the vantagepoint.ca. Board Fundamentals, Succession and Recruitment, Tuesday, May 11th from 5.30 to 8.30 through the Vantage Point. The Prince George Symphony Orchestra is pleased to announce the final four concerts of their 50th anniversary season. The Spring Series consists of three Sunday evening presentations and a special Sunday afternoon family performance of Sergei Prokofiev's Peter and the Wolf. All concerts will be streamed with tickets available at pgso.com by phone at 250-562-0800 or at their Studio 2880 office. Don't miss the next presentation in the series, simply entitled Spring, 7.30, Sunday, May 9th. Forecast from Environment Canada, rain today, winds from the south at 20, gusting to 40 and a high of 9. More rain tonight, gusting south winds continuing, a low of 6. For Thursday, cloudy with a 70% chance of showers, more gusting south winds and a high of 13. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And we were talking with Stephanie there about Healthy Kids Day, which, of course, had to be canceled last year because of COVID. And on the phone now with Sandra Clem with the Prince George Hospice Society. And, Sandra, I think the same thing happened with one of your big events last year, didn't it? It didn't go. Well, we were supposed to cancel the color walk, but we went ahead with that. But we had multiple other events that we ended yeah. up 
counseling, like all antique fair and the high tea. So, yes, we were definitely in the same boat as everyone else last year, but we did go ahead with the Kellowak. Okay, so you managed to sneak that one in. Yeah. And now you've got it going again this year, but we can't really say what date it's going to be because it's a different setup. Yeah, we had to do things differently. Again, we're all learning through COVID that we just have to adapt and do the best that we can, and we have to do things different. So this year, just like last year, we're going to do this Kilowalk virtually, and we're going to run it for the entire month of May. And we're going to challenge our community to walk 100 kilometers during that month of May. Okay. Because normally, like I know, I think the first time you did it, it was up at UNBC, if I remember correctly, and it was basically you walked along the ring road and people threw color at you. Yeah, we had um, stations set up. We had color stations set up and we had sponsors that would be at those stations. And then we had blue, um, red, yellow, green, all the colors you can imagine. And as you walked your laps through the ring road, you had this color cornstarch powder thrown at you. <laughs> and it was it was amazing. You ended up leaving colored like a rainbow. It was beautiful. It was really neat. And really, yeah, it's, it was a fun event. Now, did you hear from anybody after that event? So that would have been the 2019 event. Did you hear yes. from anybody in the next couple of days who said, boy, you should have seen some of the looks I was getting from other drivers when I was going home? I know, no, we did not get that, but we've seen lots of pictures of people there hanging onto their shirt. And I know, um, for instance, that Lynn Hall hung onto his shirt. Mm. Still has his shirt today that's colored in the powder. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful memory to celebrate life with color. And, um, yeah, what a wonderful event. And hopefully in the future we can be together like that again and celebrate, um, that way. Yeah. Now, You've got the color walk, so it's going all month, but you've got a couple of things you're doing during the month. Like I was looking at the thing on the website, and you've got like a park passport and some team prizes that you're handing out as well. Yeah, so this time we teamed up with Tourism Prince George because um, we can't go anywhere and to encourage people to go outside. It's like be a tourist in your own town. We have so many beautiful places just in our own backyard that maybe a lot of people haven't explored. So um, Tourism PG um, has um, come up with a couple parks that they would like to feature. So during that month of May, we're going to encourage people to visit four of those parks, and then they're entered into a prize. If they visit all four parks, they will win. Um, they can be entered into this passport prize of $100 worth of Google um, Play cards. And we're giving away daily prizes, too. So if you walk during that feature park week, um, go and visit that park. You can enter some prizes, and we'll have some other fun things to encourage people to get outside as well, like our iSpy. We did this last year, and we'll have our feature blue week, for instance, and you will go outside and take a picture of something blue you see along the walk and send that in to win some prizes. Now, the parks that are part of the Park Passport, are they parks that are actually in the city of Prince George? You bet, yes. We are definitely going to be close by, so it should be, um, it's easy to access for anyone. But Mm -hmm. again, it might have a different perspective for people to look at the park and maybe look at some areas that they haven't seen in the park. Yeah. And so now, 
you can enter as an individual, obviously, with the yeah. goal to walk 100 kilometers, but you can also enter a team. Now, how does that go? Is is the goal of the team just to walk 100 kilometers among themselves? So if you can get 100 people, all you got to do is walk one kilometer each? <laughs> you bet. It's pretty much up to you, however you want to do the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the teams have um, come together and they're committing to walk, so they are 100 kilometers each. But again, life is busy, and so if you want to team up with someone and say, you know what, I only have time to walk on the weekends, you can split those kilometers along a team or with your family, and then you make it the challenge however you would like to make it. Okay, so there's nobody going to be, you don't have to sign up and say, okay, I'm going out walking now, and somebody from Hospice Society shows up to make sure you walk those kilometers. No, it's an honor system. We hope that everybody's sort of encouraged and wanting to get outside, especially one up maybe today with the weather we've been Mm. having because it's been beautiful outside. Snow is gone. And um, so we just encourage you to track your time. Well, a lot of people now have their watches that will Mm. track the distance for them. There's a couple apps you can download that will track the kilometers for you. And I will share all those different things that you can use um, on our Facebook group as we get um, just a little bit closer these next couple of days here. I was, I was going to say, we can't get much closer because May the 1st is Saturday. It is just around the corner, yes, even though it seems like October today. Yes, yeah. we are just around the corner. Now, if you are part of a team, do you have to register the team with um, the Hospice Society Color Walk? So what you do is we do have our regular registration website. The easiest way to get there is just to go to our hospice.george.ca website. Mm-hmm. And then you will see in the right-hand corner on the top, you see our color walk, colorful little logo, can't miss it, and you just click on that. Once you click on that, you have the option to sign up as an individual or as a team, or you can join somebody else's team and you would just click on either one of those options and follow the instructions. Everyone is pretty much required to just log in, sign up their name, and then they can choose from there to be part of a team, be either individual or um, create a team. So now you were saying there's the weekly park passports and the daily prizes for individuals. Mm -hmm. Are there prizes if you sign up as a team? You bet. Um, well, there is um, isn't prize for a team, but there is a prize for the most pledges raised. Oh. Um, so we will have that. That's the prestige has given us a staycation in one of the family suites. So for the most pledges raised, even if it's a team or an individual, we'll win that gift um, pack, and that comes with a hundred dollar gift certificate to the restaurant at Chimos. And we have just this morning added an exciting other prize that's coming from Diana at the Pampered Chef. He's giving us this incredible cooking blender that supposedly heats up. You can cook your soup in it. It's a $450 value, and we're going to give that to one random person that completes their 100 kilometers. So as we're getting into it, it's going to get more exciting. We're getting some other incentives to get everybody out there and walking and um, enjoying what our beautiful city has to offer. Now, one thing you mentioned there that I don't think we touched on was you were talking about pledges, especially for the team mm-hmm. prizes. Is there, is there a, do you have to have a certain amount of pledges before you can be entered into the color walk draws? Not at all. So okay. pretty much the registration is free. We no. want everyone to just um, be inspired, be positive. Again, it's been hard. Um, COVID's been hard on everyone. So we're hoping to just bring a little bit of brightness and color into Prince George by 
register and just get out and walk and share your story, share your journey, and that will inspire people. If you want to raise others, that's amazing. Of course, the goal is always to raise yeah. money for the Hospice Society, but no, you do not. You can just sign up and walk and share your stories. And um, yeah, so no, there is no minimum that you have to raise. You don't have to pay anything to sign up. You just sign up and be part of it. Perfect. Now, one other thing I noticed when I was on the website earlier today, because we were talking earlier about how a couple of years ago you had the chance to get color dye thrown on you as you walked around UNBC. You can still do that this year in a way, can't you? You sure can. So, um, again, with last year, we had planned to go ahead with the event, and then COVID happened. So we had this color powder that we had ordered in order to throw it at everyone. Um, so what we have done this year... We have packaged our color powder into little packages, and we're now offering up the packages for sale. So it is a way for us to um, raise the money as well for the Hospice Society. But you can take this color powder home now, and you can have your own celebration on the last day. And throw the color powder, hopefully not in your house, (laughs) but somewhere outside to celebrate your last kilometer um, to walk. And so, yes, so we do have some powder this year, and it's really exciting because... It's something we've never done before, and it's something that you can't really buy. It's a, a um, safe cornstarch-based non-toxic powder, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think I saw some of the packages you can get from the website come with a T-shirt as well. Yeah, so you can either, so again, registration is free, just register for free, but then this year you have the option to sign up, get yourself our white hospice T-shirt and um, with the color packages that comes with five colors, or you can just purchase the packages by themselves for just $10. So, yeah, there's a couple different op- options this year. Again, as we're doing things differently, we're trying to adjust and see what can we bring into people's homes that maybe would inspire them more and they feel like they're more part of it. Okay. And hopefully these shirts and the color powder will be, will be a little bit more helpful with that this year. Okay, so Sandra Klim with the Prince George Hospice Society. Again, where's the best place for people to look to get the information on the color walk? And again, they've got time because it's all of next month. You bet. So we even had people join um, a couple days before the color walk ended last um, year. It was exciting. We have one gentleman that joined and he ran the 100 kilometers in the one day. So you still have time to register in a perfect world if you want to start Challenge yourself May 1st. You have a few more days to register. Mm-hmm. That registration is open the entire month of May. Okay. Um, and I think you were saying there's the website is the, probably the best place for people to go to get all the information. You bet. So the best way to go is probably to our hospice.princegeorge.ca website. And then from there, once you click on it, it will take you to the link to register. It gives you information. And then we have the PG Hospice Color Walk Facebook group, and there's a lot of information on there, too. And we just upload a little frame, so once you register, you want to have your little frame on Facebook that says, I'm walking 100K for the month of May for hospice. And, um, yeah, so there's lots of things, lots of fun things this year. Okay. Sandra, thank you very much for bringing us up to date on what's happening with the Color Walk. And we might talk to you, I would say, maybe mid-June, just to find out how everything went. You bet. That'd be wonderful. Thank you so much, Alan, for having me. No problem. Thank you. Have a a wonderful day. You too. Take a quick break and be back with more after nine. 
A one-time provincial recovery benefit is available for residents of BC. If you file an income tax return for 2019, you are eligible, whether single or as a family. To apply, you need your social insurance number, your 2019 income, direct deposit information, and a driver's license number if you have one. For more information or to apply for the provincial recovery benefit, visit gov.bc.ca slash recovery benefit. The BC recovery benefit application deadline is June 30th. For the second consecutive year, the University of Northern British Columbia will hold virtual convocation celebrations for its graduating class. The processes for completing graduation requirements are still the same, and all UNBC graduates in the class of 2021 from all campuses are invited to participate. More information about UNBC's 2021 convocation can be found at unbc.ca slash convocation. The University of Northern British Columbia class of 2021 virtual convocation, premiering June 25th at UNBC. Now available for viewing at the Two Rivers Gallery and exercise in listening. This stunning exhibit features work by four artists from across Canada, Ruth Cuthand, Annie Dunning, Genevieve Robertson, and Kelsey Stevenson. The exhibit is a collection of sculpture, sonic art, video, drawings, and prints to create a narrative around the importance of listening to create a more inclusive and environmentally minded future. An exercise in listening is on through July 4th at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. Whether you call yourself self-managed or not, every artist starts that way. Once momentum picks up, shows start getting bigger and more frequent, and fans, media, and industry start paying attention. How does a smart artist continue to successfully and efficiently manage their career? Find out Thursday morning at 10.30 during the free webinar, Artist Management, How to Do It Yourself and When Not To. Space is limited, so register now at nwcwebinars.com. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And I'm still just staring out the window here. Our liquid sunshine. Yes. Rainy Day Reg has joined me. (laughs) Well, I tell you, we've had a pretty good go of it this month, that's for sure. We're at the end of April. Yeah. We've had... Yeah, very little, very little showers, that's for sure. Who was I? I was talking with somebody yesterday. It may have been when I was confirming one of the guests for today or when I was getting somebody for next week. And we were mentioning the fact that it was supposed to be raining today and tonight. And they were saying, well, when was the last time we had rain? Yeah. It And I was thinking, it's been a while. Yeah. So that's good because, again, if you if you have got your lawn started, the rain will help with that. And as always, at this time of year, the rain dampens things out there in the woods. Well, well, the great thing yesterday, I had to uh, zip out to my sister's to get my income tax return done, leaving it to the last <laughs> few minutes, as usual. And it was great for my car because it needed a bath. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it it had a bit of a shower and yeah. it's looking better than it has. Blow up some carbon, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly, hmm. yeah. Um, I was looking at the hockey schedules today because mm-hmm. I was very upset because last night there was no local hockey. No Spruce right. Kings, no Cougars, no Canucks. Yeah. So guess what? Tonight, all three of them are playing. Well, sure. It's going to be a busy night for me and, and my radio. Spruce Kings, a uh, couple of uh, back-to-back victories against Chilliwack. Yeah. Uh, so they've uh, solidified their hold on first place in that three-team pod. Yeah. And uh, it's getting down to the last 
what half dozen games or about so, that, so yeah i was looking at the schedule i think yeah i think it's six, course, six or seven the the odd thing about that is there's no playoffs no so they'll get done the 20 games and then it's like okay get the uh, bus and hey. shake hands and that's yeah. it yeah a big handshake for finishing first and away you go yeah <laughs> and again we haven't talked i'll maybe try to get in touch they're not playing tomorrow night because they're playing tonight. They're not playing tomorrow. Right. I'll maybe today try to get in touch with uh, Cole Waldy. Yeah. And see whether he might be available tomorrow evening for the post-to-post show. If nothing else, just to find out how they are all getting home again. Because I know that like the Cougars and I think the Spruce Kings, it was everybody find your own way because they couldn't really use a well, bus to get down there. I think beyond that, it'd be more interesting to just sort of uh ask questions about how oh yeah how it uh, how it's gone so far yeah, how, what yeah. what the stories have been in the pod and, yeah, and now that the finish line is in sight yeah yeah you know you've you've got uh, uh two-thirds the way through and yeah and i don't i know in their pod the only problem they had with the one game was the Merit, first game of the Merit, season where yeah. Merritt's bus broke down yeah. on the way to Chilliwack, and they were two hours late getting started. And I don't recall hearing anything from any of the BCHL pods, do you, about COVID? No, no. I haven't really seen anything of that sort. Yeah. And, uh, well, even the WHL, only the Kelowna glitch is yeah. all that I have been aware of. So Yeah. And again, what's going to happen there is, again, because there's no playoffs or anything, it's going to work out. Kelowna is going to end up playing 16 games. All the other four teams in the pod yeah. play 22, and the schedule still works so perfect because everybody, the two games you're missing, are the ones against Kelowna. So. And sadly, it looks like the uh, Cougars will finish behind Kelowna, even though yeah. Kelowna's only playing 16 <laughs> yes. games. Uh, although they, they continue to play very close games, yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like Kelowna is actually a very strong team. Yeah. And the only team the Cougars are easily beating is uh, Victoria. Yes. Which has sort of been the story of the last couple of years, as I recall, in the WHO's Victoria has sort of been a weak sister. Just really struggled, yeah. Yeah. Well, I you know, if, if they that. really uh, do as bad as, as uh, they have in the past, maybe they'll move to Prince George. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have two WHL teams. <laughs> Both called the Cougars, just to really confuse Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we keep the Rick nickname. Uh, yeah. Is it the Royals? Royals, yes. Yeah, so that would make it really cool because you'd have the Prince George Royals and the Prince George Spruce Kings. Yes. That would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're just being silly now. As opposed to You're, when. Hey? As opposed to when. Yeah, oh, right. One other thing we should just quickly sort of clean up a little bit with the Spruce Kings. Yeah. Show home. Lottery. Yeah, it's sold out. It's sold out. The 50-50 is sold out, so it's $100,000. And the draw is what, Saturday? No. Friday, the 30th. Friday. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so coming up quick yeah. here. Yeah, and I assume they'll do the same thing as I think they did for the first 50-50 draw, is they'll be doing that live on their Facebook page. Yeah. So if you've got a ticket for either the show home or the 50-50, you might want to tune in. Well, you'll probably want to tune in yeah, in a couple of days to check the Facebook page to find out when the draw is. Yeah. And uh, one final thing before we head to break, should mention tomorrow we will have the president of the uh, Prince George Farmer's Market ah, on. Yeah, all the way from across King uh, Corner. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to pop into the studio and we're going to chat about their grand opening of their outdoor season. Uh, they've actually been 
uh, they've had booths outdoor the last two weekends because mm-hmm. the weather was so nice. Yeah. But the official grand opening for uh, the uh, outdoor season coming up this weekend. Perfect. Yeah. So it'll be on Saturday. We are going to go to a break, and we'll be back with more after 9. Join the Alzheimer's Society for the IG Wealth Management Walk for Alzheimer's. Throughout the month of May, the Alzheimer's Society will be raising awareness and funds for people affected by dementia. Take part and then join in virtually on Sunday, May 30th to celebrate the difference you've made. Full details are available at walkforalzheimer's.ca. The IG Wealth Management Walk for Alzheimer's, Sunday, May 30th. Who will you walk for? Membership in the Prince George Chamber of Commerce has benefits. Save on things like insurance, hotels, corporate gym memberships, fuel, payroll, and online marketing. You can also network by offering member-to-member benefits or utilize the Chamber to help market your business. To learn more about what a membership in the Prince George Chamber of Commerce can do for your business, visit pgchamber.bc.ca, call the office 250-562-2454, or stop by 890 Vancouver Street, your Prince George Chamber of Commerce. Engage, connect, enhance. The BC Schizophrenia Society has a brand new podcast series shining a light on the voices of mental illness. Look again, Mental Illness Reexamined takes a close look at the reality of serious mental illness and the role we can all play in helping those who live with it lead the most productive lives possible. Full details are available through the education link at bcss.org. Look again, Mental Illness Reexamined, a new podcast series on now through bcss.org. Forecast from Environment Canada, rain today, winds from the south at 20, gusting to 40 and a high of 9. More rain tonight, gusting south winds continuing, a low of 6. For Thursday, cloudy with a 70% chance of showers, more gusting south winds and a high of 13. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And again, it's worked out today that I've, all three of my interviews are with people who I have interviewed before, but in the case of this one... It's been way too long since I've talked with Genevieve Jade, local singer and songwriter. Good morning, Genevieve. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Not too bad, and yourself? I'm great. Now, yeah, happy to be here. Yes. Is this the sort of weather, though, where you're looking outside and saying, I feel like writing a real downer song right now? Yeah, it seems like that. I'm actually, You know what? I'm actually kind of, I'm welcoming the rain. I'm um, excited for the rain. The plants need it. Yes. Now... You are part of the Almanica Arts Centre fundraiser event this Friday, but we were talking with one of the organizers last week, and nobody on the musician side of things, at least, is going to be at the Almanica Arts Centre on Friday, right? Everybody's pre-recording things. Yeah, just because of um, because of COVID yeah. restrictions, it's a little tricky to have everyone there. So, yeah, from what I hear, all of us have pre-recorded sets. I'm doing mine this evening, actually. Oh, okay. But you will be doing it at the Art Center. Yeah, okay. I will. So it's going to feel like a yeah. going to feel like a real show for me. I'm excited. Yeah. Now, have you have you played at the Art Center before? I have, yeah, many times. I've opened for um, a few different out-of-town acts that were coming through, and I actually had my first album release at the um, original Almanica Art Center before they moved location. Okay. So you've got a history with them. Yes, I do. So this is really important to me. Important that they stay open. Yeah. Now, you're doing your set, you said, this evening. Is this the first time 
even though you're pre-recording it, is this the first time that you have done what's technically almost like a live show since the pandemic started? Uh, no, this will be my close to, though. I haven't mm-hmm. done very many, but I have had a few online concerts, and I've done uh, one this summer, an outdoor concert, okay. just a, a small picnic Picnic on the Farm concert by Mavloon Productions and Birchenborough. Right, I remember, was, I remember seeing the stuff on that one on Facebook. How did that go? It was great. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, it, it was a little, it was challenging to mm-hmm. just perform again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes a while to kind of get in the swing of things, yeah. but it, it was amazing. Yeah. And now, had you played outdoor concerts before that? Yeah, I have. Okay. I've played lots of outdoor concerts. So it wasn't something new because I know I've had I've talked to some artists in the past who are used to like you know playing in the clubs or even in like you know larger venues and then they go outside and when you talk to them afterwards they're going okay that was different yeah well this sometimes the weather is not on your side yeah <laughs> so you really just have to hope for hope for no rain or hope for proper shelter and. Just go from there. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, a lot of them said that it took them a little while to get used to when they did that first outdoor show was the audience not being as intimate, if you will, as they are inside for the most part. Right. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, for for me, I, I I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's nice. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Now, when, when you're playing an outdoor concert. Do you change your set list at all? Because it is outside, you've got almost like a you've got a larger area to cover with your sound, if you will, and there's no walls to help keep it restricted. Do you do you kind of go through your set list and say that song's maybe a little bit too soft to play outside? Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. I usually try to keep it a little bit more upbeat, mm-hmm. a little bit picking songs that are louder. Um, for sure. <laughs> and so now, the songs that you're going to be doing... Okay, I'm not asking for you to give away any secrets, but what kind of a set are you looking at doing this evening? And I guess, first question, is it is it just going to be you and your guitar? It's just going to be me. Yeah, I, I thought about getting a couple of my bandmates up, mm-hmm. but again, with COVID, it's just been a little challenging to safely rehearse. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... We've been doing some like outdoor rehearsals, but it's just it's just tricky. You never know yeah. with like the weather, like such as today. And yeah, yeah. So I've just decided just to go by myself, just be a little bit easier that way. Um, so I'm going to be doing just a couple songs, three songs, mm-hmm. and they're all off of my my newest release that's oh. going to be happening um, sometime this year. And I'm trying to keep some more upbeat tunes because. I think that's what we need right now. (laughs) So the new release, are are all of the songs ones then you've written since the beginning of the pandemic? Um, One of them is I've written during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and um, most of them, though, are written before the pandemic. So this album's been in the works for a while, Mm -hmm. but yeah. So the songs tonight then that you're recording that people will be able to hear on Friday night are off the new album. So we won't say anything more because we don't want to spoil any surprises for Friday night. Is, 
when you're doing this, is this the first time that you have pre-recorded a show? Um, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were getting things set up with the people at Romanique Arts Center and talking about going in tonight to do the recording, is there sort of the acceptance that one of the maybe advantages that you would have is if something goes wrong, you can just stop and just start over again? I haven't I haven't communicated that with no. them, but... Well, you're not going to make I any mistakes anyways. I think that's kind of the, the essence of playing live, though, yeah. right? If you make a mistake live, you just, you just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so just... Fingers crossed they don't have to do that. <laughs> well, finger, Genevieve, I'm just going to say this much. I don't know that much about music, but fingers crossed is not a good way to play the guitar. That's true. Yes. <laughs> um, is, is the set then tonight, is it basically going to be you sing the song, you sing the song, you sing the song, or is there a little bit of time in between each of them for you to maybe talk a little bit about the songs? I'll be fumbling my way through some stage banter for sure. <laughs> if anyone's seen me play live, they'll they'll know what I mean by that. <laughs> well, I will say uh, I think I've seen you play at um, Cafe Voltaire on one of the Friday okay. night mics, and I also saw part of the live stream that you did from your house. Oh, great! Yeah. You've been in my home before. I didn't say that. <laughs> I have seen part of it, but um, I thought I thought you did a very good job, especially since you were not just doing the songs; you were also obviously watching chat and stuff like that as well, because you were talking to people as they were making comments about the music and stuff. Yeah, I had I had my partner Kurt um, helping me with that. Luckily, he was reading me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> reading me some lines, but that's an interesting experience playing a live show online because after you're done, it's like you're waiting to see the reaction, but you're just not getting anything. So no. <laughs> kind of like playing to a blank void. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the other thing, maybe not that big a deal, is you sort of got to put it in your mind, okay, I'm going to finish the show. The chances of them screaming for an encore are pretty slim. Yes, exactly. You just have to just do one anyways. <laughs> yeah. Or you just don't save any of the songs for the encore. You just play everything during the show and wrap things up that way. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, Genevieve, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, chat a little bit more, and then we're going to play one of your older songs after nine. Prince George City Council expects to have results on the Parkhouse Parkade project review by the end of April. The review includes a look at the process used in developing the project, council's legal delegated authority, development of a whistleblower policy, and options for a capital projects auditor. Your city council is committed to sharing the results once they're complete and to rebuilding the trust the citizens of Prince George have in their elected officials. You can access the full statement from your city council through the news link at princegeorge.ca. The 7th Annual UNBC Timberwolves Legacy Breakfast is a go. Stanley Cup winning coach John Cooper 
Porter will headline this year's virtual morning event. The Legacy Breakfast serves as a major fundraiser for UNBC Athletics, with every dollar raised going towards scholarships and bursaries. Tickets are $60 each or $800 for a green and gold corporate package. For tickets, visit unbc.ca slash legacy dash breakfast. The 7th Annual UNBC Timberwolves Legacy Breakfast, 7.30 a.m. Wednesday, May the 5th. The Indigenous Sport, Physical Activity and Recreation Council's Sport for Life program has cost-free learning now available online. Movement Preparation Part 1 is a self-paced e-learning course which introduces the concept of movement preparation, identifying key components, explaining the role it plays in physical literacy, and providing practical strategies for integration. Registration and full details are available through ispark.ca. The ispark Sport for Life Movement Preparation course Part 1 now available through ispark.ca. The Almanica Arts Center is presenting an arts auction fundraiser April 30th. All items donated for the auction are on display at Almanica Arts with advanced bidding available through their Facebook page. Stop by to view items on Thursday from 11.30 to 1.30 or Friday from noon to 5. Then log in for the art auction and Facebook Live concert featuring music, comedy, artistic talks, door prizes, and much more. The Almanica Arts Center Art Auction Fundraiser, Friday night from 7 to 10. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George. You're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. So Genevieve, during this last year or so with the pandemic, did you find, did you have more time to write songs or did you just find it was a little bit harder because you had so much time? Um, I, I kind of found a balance of both actually. Yeah, it's it's funny a lot of people expected artists to have <laughs> so much material coming out of this, but it's it's a stressful time. So it's you know it's it's hard to it's hard to actually find the drive to want to write anything. But I have about I don't know probably fifteen or so unfinished songs during the pandemic, but I just can't bring myself to. To finish them. <laughs> and I know a lot of your songs are sort of life experiences, maybe not your life even, but just things you observe and things like that, and you write about them, and I'm guessing the pandemic probably cut down on that a fair bit, too. Yeah, in, in a way. I've, I find my writing style has kind of shifted a little bit, and that might just be coming, growing and changing, right, mm-hmm. with age, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it has shifted a lot. I actually acquired a, a piano, an upright piano in my house, and it's the first time I've had, I've had a keyboard before, but it's my first time having a real, real live piano in my living room. So I've been sitting on the piano every day and writing more songs on the keys. So naturally my songwriting has shifted a lot because I'm not playing my guitar as much mm-hmm. as I normally do. Yeah. Yeah, but now, so the song we're going to be listening to is a song from your first EP, "The Lady on the Tracks." Now, that I think we've talked about this before. That's a rather interesting title. Yeah, it's you could take it a few different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did the song come about? Well, that song. Um, it's actually about an experience that I had. It's actually it's quite a sad song. Mm-hmm. It's a it's kind of a tragedy. Um, it's about a woman who I actually <clears throat> saw on the train tracks, and she had taken her life on mm-hmm. on these train tracks. So 
yeah, it's 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 a very it's a devastating topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it happened a long time ago. I was sixteen or fifteen, oh. sixteen when I witnessed this. So mm-hmm. it was one of those songs that it's been budding inside of me for a long time, and I didn't end up writing it until I was about twenty two. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry to hit you yep. with a heavy yep. no problem. answer no there. Problem. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great way to wrap up the interview, too, by the way, Genevieve. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No There's problem. no other way to go around it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that song, like any song, um, you can take it so many different ways, and that's I really like to leave that up to the listener. And I've had feedback from a lot of different people saying that that song means you know, something completely different to them. So that's that's the idea behind any song is yeah. any artist can hope that you just take something from your own life and put it within the words that you've created. Okay, so Genevieve Jade taking part in the Omnica Arts Centre fundraiser on Friday between 7 and 10. And you have to watch the whole thing because nobody's saying when any of the artists are going to be on. Genevieve, thank you very much for taking the time to bring us up to date on what's happening with your career. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me back. No problem. Talk to you later. Now we're going to hear Genevieve Jade with The Lady on the Tracks. I remember as a child counting clouds Painting pictures, creatures Watching them roll on by Morph into other things A gift from the gods These dark scars They somehow remind me of you And all the cool thoughts Laid high behind your secret eyes Your secret eyes Always had no place for home No arms for comfort Tired soul crying for peace, heard a voice from down below saying there's nothing wrong with letting go. Forget all these people that will never know what your heart has carried, or what your heart has carried. Always had no place for home, no arms for comfort. No love was ever shown. Sure. 
me. Genevieve Jade, The Lady on the Tracks. That is not one of the songs you will be hearing during her show at the Amanika Arts Centre fundraiser on Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. on the Amanika Arts Centre Facebook page. And I believe they have a link from their website that you can go through as well. Um, so that's taking place from 7 to 10 on Friday. Genevieve and a lot of other musicians, they've got an art auction going on. Again, you can link to that from their website. And uh, tomorrow's show, um, we've got fellow, well, he's probably not just coming from Kitty Corner to us at the Farmer's Market, but the president of the Prince George Farmer's Market will be on tomorrow's show to talk about their uh, the market itself and especially their grand opening coming up on Saturday, and that'll be after nine. After 9 is a daily presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Reg Fair, and Nathan Gita. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. You're listening to CFIS-FM Prince George, a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with 500 watts of power at 93.1 on the FM dial. CFIS-FM is owned and operated by the Prince George Community Radio Society.